And five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden, and I am with Harpo. And here we are. It is the middle of December. I hope everybody is, if you're celebrate Christmas, you've got your tree up and you're hanging your candy canes. If you celebrate Hanukkah, you've got the menorah, you've got everything ready. If you celebrate any other holiday this uh, this time of year, I hope you're doing it. Harp, how are you doing, and what are you guys doing to get ready for the holidays? You know, we got a big Christmas uh, playing here at the house. So her family, my wife's family, they all come over. So we got the got the yard decorated, lights on the house, tree up. You know, getting ready. Uh, it's been it's been warm here. Doesn't feel like Christmas time, but there is a cold snap supposed to come through, so maybe that'll kick it chill enough into Christmas gear. It's been, like I said, it's been in the 70s. We've had thunderstorms and tornadoes, just not your typical winter weather. Oh, definitely not. So, but, I mean, everybody's getting, you know, like I said, the kids are getting ready to get out of school. This is their last week. So, mm-hmm. I think after Friday, it'll all really kick into Christmas gear. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Similar story here. I mean, no thunder and lightning, but it's it's actually been kind of cold here. Very cool. And uh, I just went to pick up my daughter, and it was, like, freezing out. It was in, like, the... Well, it was in the 50s, which is cold for us. And, and I think I would agree. I, you know, we got our tree up, and we got some stockings up, but um, uh, Leah goes on... Um, break she actually says they have three weeks off here in la which is crazy so she goes on break uh friday's her last day then she's got three weeks off and i think yeah after uh school on friday um christmas is really going to um ramp up in the house you know what i mean so so it's cool yeah we had our little annual christmas parade here in lagrange a couple weeks ago so. oh nice nice we always we always try to attend that mm-hmm. nice if we can so. they they have one Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have one every year in LA, but it always happens like the weekend. I I, I want to say the weekend after Thanksgiving, you know, like that that weekend. And um, Eric Estrada from Chips uh, actually is the MC and hosts it, which is kind of cool. But we've never gone just because it's always like so early. But um, who knows? Maybe one day I'll do it and I'll take Leah and she'll when she gets older she'll be like, yeah, I saw Eric Estrada. So you know, <laughs> we'll see. But. Uh, well, cool, man. Cool. Chips. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember chips? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to love chips. No, oh, I remember mm-hmm. the motorcycle gang. Mm-hmm. Yep, and we still got yeah. We still, and there's still highway patrolmen out here in L.A. They're not as cool as they were back then, but um, yeah. But no, I'm, I definitely remember chips and Eric. He gets around. He you see him pop up every once in a while. He'll go to like this. He'll do that. You know what I mean? So um, yes, I gotta go see him at this. Thing. Hey, you know, we had a uh, we had a celebrity come to town last Ooh. week. Who's that? And it was like out of the middle of nowhere, like just a little hole, a little hole. One of my uh, one of my uh, friends here, he was a marine. He didn't serve. He served around the same time I did. Mm-hmm. But he opened up a the drive bar. It's called a drive bar. It's a golf, you know, it's like a golf driving range, but you can drink alcohol, you drink beer, and it's all computerized. They use the same. Uh, tracking systems they use on TV when you know when you watch mm. golf and it, it shows you the 
it's called Top Tracer is the name of the, mm-hmm. you know, the system. So he's got like 12 bays set up with the computers, and you can go in there and play games and stuff. Kind of like a, a Top Golf if you've ever played it. But this is the the, the low key uh, backwoods version, I guess you would call it. Gotcha. It's, pretty, it's really fun. It's really fun. But mm-hmm. uh, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Get out of here. That drive bar. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, Zach Morris walked into that drive bar and, and played. <laughs> Uh, play because you you rent a bay for an hour, it's yeah. fifty bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. You can put you know up to six people in the bay. So, oh, very cool. He uh, he posted it on Facebook, and buddy, all these women around here uh, that are around the age of who can remember Zach Morris when he was like Zach Morris, you know. Mm-hmm. I think his name's like Mark something. I can't remember. What Mark right. Paul Gosler. Don't tell me how. Yeah, I know. there he is. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little old hole in the wall, Hogan'sville, Georgia. Is where the drive bar is. Mm-hmm. Population maybe five hundred. Mm. If that, if mm-hmm. I give them that many, that's crazy. Uh, you know, I, yeah. everybody, I, I, everybody's like, why? all them women were like, why didn't you? Why didn't you let us know he was down there? They would yeah. probably would have went down there and took advantage of it. Yeah, <laughs> probably a good thing he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I um, I I I have no desire to be famous, but it would be it, the one perk of fame would be like doing something like that if you were like just go out to the middle uh, you know a, a place where you don't get um too many people uh, you know too many celebrities and go and then yeah just do something like that and yeah you cause cause quite a stir you know what i mean so yeah he was telling him <clears throat> we went there saturday saturday night we went mm-hmm. i took me and the wife and kids went there we go trying to go at least once every two or three months because it's a pretty fun family night out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's go out there and hit some golf balls he was telling me about it. He said, you know, his 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 people he's got working there are probably, you know, 19, 20 years old, so they really don't mm-hmm. know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know, I mean, once you say his name, they know who he is, but they couldn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. So he didn't, he didn't know he was there until he was getting ready to leave when he paid his tab, and the other guy was like, you know, that's Zach Morris. Like, what? <laughs> he's a super nice guy. Say tip good. So. Oh, nice. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. That's good cool. on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. We get we get random celebrity sightings around here a bunch. The last one I saw. Um, did you do you remember the show Quantum Leap? No, it's, that, yeah, the name sounds familiar. It was from it's from the eight, like the eighties and nineties, so it's an old show. But then, um, uh, do you watch uh, uh, NCIS New Orleans? Come on, man, we were born in the eighties. We're not old, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but do do you do NCIS? Do you ever do an NCIS Nola? Yeah, I've seen that. All right, well, Scott Bagula, uh, Scott Bakula, um, Agent Dwayne Pride. Um, I walked in. I ordered some food for a pickup from a restaurant around the corner for me. So I went to pick it up, and um, he was sitting at the bar, and when I came back and told my wife, she was like, ooh, because she likes him, so I was like, yeah. well, maybe it's a good thing you weren't there then, because <laughs> he was just trying to enjoy his, his oysters and his beer in peace, so, yeah. <laughs> so, cool, man. Well, yeah, we don't get too many, uh, we don't get too many celebrity run-ins, so when one does pop up, it's a, it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's interesting out here in LA because you have to because um, it happens it happens I don't know maybe eh, once every two or three months depending on you know sometimes it'll happen like once or twice a week but like um, 
you know, uh, uh, where I'm living, you have a couple that kind of hang out at restaurants and stuff. And you got to, like, play it cool, you know, play it cool, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you, you're kind of allowed, like, one look, you see him, you recognize, you're like, all right, cool, you know. Um, so I've gotten, like, really good at playing cool. I saw another restaurant around for me. I saw I saw Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers in there. Who else? Um, uh, who else have I seen recently? Scott Bakula. Um, uh, this guy, Keith Morris from the Circle Jerks, which is an old punk band. Um, that's the you seen Larry David yet? I haven't seen Larry David. I haven't, but a friend of mine has. Like, yeah, a friend of mine has. And, oh, man, I would lose my shit if I saw uh, Larry David. Like, I would be like, oh, and he said, he kind of said, how did he was, Larry was eating at a restaurant and was just kind of being a little low-key and incognito. But, yeah, I would, um, we you went. You get a selfie. You, you have to get a selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would, I would. I would have to, yeah. The, um, but the, you know, actually, that's right. So, for our anniversary, we went to a restaurant that Larry David um, had dinner in in one of the episodes in the last uh, season. And we didn't see him, but in a weird coincidence, we saw Cheryl, his wife, which was that she like walked out as I was there. I was like, oh, that's crazy. So there was this like weird curb your enthusiasm uh, connection. So, but the one time I really got weak in the knees. We were in uh, Santa Monica. We were right near the beach. And I was standing on uh, uh, the corner, and Arnold Schwarzenegger pedaled by on his bicycle. And my jaw dropped, and I held out my hand, and I pointed at him, and I couldn't speak. And there was we were across the street from this real she-she hotel, and he, he's with his family, and they kind of pull into this hotel. And um, my wife, of course, my wife never sees him because she, she has bad eyesight, so... I was just like, he, you know, he turns to these, I was like, oh my God, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, she, I think she might have seen him like at the end, but like, she was just kind of like, okay. So, but yeah, that was the one time where I got like, I got wobbly. And um, yeah, I definitely, um, I'm actually, I'm kind of glad that uh, uh, I wasn't face to face with him because I would have gone to shit and that wouldn't have been cool and I would have been embarrassed. So, you know, would wet my pants. But he was my hero growing up. So, so that's cool. Yeah, to the- <laughs> so, so oh, Arnold. old Arnold, old Arnold. So here we are. Uh, so yeah, we've been talking about Ukraine a lot. We're going to take the night off of Ukraine and just kind of talk about a bunch of things that have been going on um, around the uh, country. Um, I guess the first, sort of the big news last week was the uh, r- uh, prisoner swap between um, Russia. And the United States for um, Brittany Griner and uh, Victor Boot. So let me go ahead, uh, Harpo. Let me open it up to you. What did you think about the swap? Uh, how, how did it go? I hated it. Mm. I, did, I think I think we could have we could have done better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that swap. We definitely didn't uh, we didn't get our our bang for our buck on that one. Mm. So, why? What, what, what specifically uh, uh, do you think um, was, uh, you know, was to their advantage? Well, I mean, just just for, for the fact that, I mean, uh, you got someone who has the capability of causing extreme, extreme, uh, unpleasurable life to another human being. Versus someone who 
could care less. I mean, who, who doesn't want? I mean, she, obviously she doesn't like America. I mean, I, I don't. She, she said it before. Uh, she's made that very well known to uh, trade someone uh, with a resume like his for for that. I just don't know what what we were thinking. Mm. What, what, what the, I mean, granted, yeah, she's an American. I'm glad the American's home. But we could have probably gotten a lot more home because I'm sure there, I mean, we know there's more over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, yeah, I mean, uh, we, got, we got played like a fiddle mm-hmm. on this one. Yeah. You know, I'm going <laughs> to, let me preface my comments right now by saying, you know, I am happy that Brittany Griner is home, and I think that every American being held abroad um, on you know trumped up charges or or, or you know being held um, wrongly, uh, even though she uh, she you know was caught with this this hash oil, um, it was a trumped up charge that was and she was used from the first minute she was used by the Russian government as a pawn. So I am glad that she's home and she is her ordeal in the Russian. Criticism um, is home. That said, on this one, I'm going to have to agree with you, Harp. I I think that um, we got played on this deal. I think that Victor Boot is a extremely dangerous man um, who was, um, you know, sell, uh, 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 selling and distributing weapons uh, in conflict zones, and many, many, many people died as a direct result uh, of his actions. And we, you know, I, I think it was an asymmetrical trade. Again, you know, the that doesn't mean that the, the Russian the Russian government, you know, was was um, uh, contemptuous in in holding a grinder like this. Um, but uh, yeah, it it was not a symmetrical trade. And I think that, you know, you hold boot for uh, like an intelligence asset or for. Um, some some other uh, uh, um, you know prisoner of equal status. Like for example, I, I I don't think it's happened yet. But like if the Russians were to maybe capture an American, um, you know, fighting on behalf of Ukraine. I mean, that's who you trade Victor Boot for. And uh, yeah, it was just an asymmetrical trade. I think that it it also gave uh, Vladimir Putin, the Russian government, a propaganda win. Uh, at a time when they desperately need one. You know, the war is going so badly for the Russians, and there's just so little good news for Vladimir Putin. And they, um, to hand him a propaganda win right now is, I, it just that doesn't seem very smart to me. And then um, also, because, uh, you know, this, this one thing that we've learned about this war after watching it for a couple months is that Vladimir Putin does not give a shit about the Russian people. He does not care about the Ukrainian people. All he cares about is staying in power. So um, I think that uh, a, a propaganda win for Vladimir Putin is worth the lives of, I don't know, five, ten thousand Russian soldiers on the battlefield for him. You know what I mean? And Sounds kind of like our government. God, I no, I don't. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with that a, a little bit. We've, we've made some, you know, we've made some bad trades before. But I, I you know, I don't th- like the. So, the Honestly, la- our government don't give a shit about Ukraine, or if they wouldn't have gave Russia their 
you know, number one hitman. Because, I mean, this guy, you don't, he's not, he's not, uh, it's not like he's a good boy now. He's no saint. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna, he's not gonna follow the laws. Mm-hmm. He's a free man now, so, I mean, it's not like he's gonna be, uh, holding Bible, Bible study mm-hmm. yeah. with, with, with a group of people. He, he's gonna go and kill somebody else or have, you know, he's, he's gonna cause bodily harm to someone else again. And that blood is gonna be on our hands. Yeah, oh, you know, if 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 he yeah. does resume his activities and um, you know, people what, do get killed, what, what, it will be. What did we get? We got a NBA, uh, a WNBA pot smoker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that, that that that's probably not going to do good in our country either, because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, she she said time and time again how much she hates this place. So, uh, yeah. I mean, we we. Like, like I said, we got played yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. We got played like that VHS tape you were talking about over and over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were talking about um, uh, a VHS tape that I used to play over and over when I was a kid uh, before before the episode started. So, but yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think it was a great deal. Now, I will, I, I will say this in our 24 hour news cycle. Uh, we're going to forget about this real fast. Hey, people have already forgotten about it. I mean, I look, I look at the news today and there was nothing about it. Over this, this, we're recording on Tuesday. You know, she was released last Friday. Um, you know, over the weekend there was a ton, ton, ton of it. And then Monday morning everybody moved on and it was done. So, you know, I don't know. Was it? It's old news. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, so, so we can move on to it uh, uh, from a two guys. Last two little things. Number one, after her 10 months over there, I wonder if it's going to change her at all. And I, I'm very interested to see what she's going to say um, when she does uh, eventually speak out. And then, you know... I'm going to say, I'm going to predict she's going to hire lawyers and they're going to try to sue America for not going and getting them quicker. That's what I'm going to predict. That's what I'm going to predict. Yeah, I don't think so. And I don't know if she has much of a case. You know what I mean? Because, like... <laughs> I mean, if a woman can win when hot coffee gets spilt on her <laughs> in this country, all right, maybe she's maybe. got a yeah. she's got a case. Yeah, <laughs> but she's got a case. But one one more one thing. I, I th- there is one thing too that um, I, I do think is lost a little bit in this. So, whatever your thoughts on Brittany Griner, we traded we we wanted back uh, an American citizen who um, uh, was, was by and large peaceful. Again, whatever your, your, your views and whatever she said was peaceful. Russia really, really wanted basically a cold-blooded killer back. And uh, that just goes to say something about the Russian government as well. I mean, they've been, this war in Ukraine, they've been um, just brutalizing Ukraine for the last, uh, since February, you know, for the last 10 months now. And, um, and want a, they basically you know, really uh, went to the mat uh, for a an arms dealer. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think that's another black mark on Vlad. He, you know, he's the kind of guy Vladimir Putin likes, and that's kind of a that's a you know a black eye for him. But it doesn't really matter because uh, Russia is you know Vladimir Putin is what Vladimir Putin is. The Kremlin is what the Kremlin is. But I just wanted to, to make that a little bit known. So I think it was smart that he waited till after this runoff. To do the swap because I believe if he'd have done it before, that may have he may, he may have lost the suit. I do believe that. I you know I agree with you there. 
I do agree with you there. As a matter of fact, I do. And I think, you know, yeah, politically, politically, I, 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 going forward now, we're doing it when he did it, the way he did it. Well, I mean, you see, you see, like here the last couple of days, I mean, there's a lot of Democrats flipping. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily flipping the Republicans, but they're going independent. Yeah, yeah. And what is it? I think it's up to four now. Uh, I, I heard about Sistema, but um, I didn't hear I think there's a couple more. All right, let me look into that. Um, but I, I do think, I do think that since it, you know, it happened, uh, you know, after the after the midterm election, and like I said, it's going, it's going to get buried. Nobody's going to um, remember. The only people that are um, over the long term are going to get um, uh, uh, this is going to make any difference with are you know people who uh, very much oppose Brittany Griner and you know don't like Biden and people who really support him and do support Biden. So I, I think like. You know, the average American isn't going to give a shit about this, but you know, I do. I do think it it, it might have changed a couple of minds in Georgia had he done it a week before the midterm election, and um, yeah. It, so, but yeah, I, I I don't know how this helps Biden, but so but yeah. So any anything then you, else? Then you had the, the, that thing in the World Cup. You see where that journalist got killed or died? I think he died of a heart attack. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he was killed. Um, yeah, I think he. Well, he's, he's what I read. He died of a heart attack. So I don't think. He and was there's been killed. another one. There's mm. been another journalist just all of a sudden drop over there too. Mm. I'll look in that. Cause it, was it, a, it was a Cantari journalist. Oh, really? The second one. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'll check it out. Yeah, I know I, the one American journalist. I, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he did. Yeah, he did die. So yeah, he was like a big, big. Big journalist, soccer journalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he was American too, right? Yeah, he was American. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he got he got detained the first day. Oh, did he? Over there, yeah, because he was the one wearing the pride shirt. Oh, oh. And they detained him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Told him he couldn't wear that shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he started tweeting on his phone. They they spoke. They took his phone for like an hour. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we get we can talk a little bit about the World Cup if you want. I've been I've been watching it. Actually, I watched um, Argentina beat uh, Croatia today, and um, the uh, it's uh, I've I've done a lot of well, not excuse me, I've done a little bit of reading about what happened, um, you know, in the run up to this World Cup and how um, Qatar was using. I, I won't call it slave labor because technically they were paid, but the almost the equivalent of slave labor to build these stadiums and how they had to bribe some of the FIFA officials. And, um, yeah, it was, this whole, this World Cup was pretty slimy. So, um, I, I, I don't know, I I, I don't, I'm not knowledgeable enough to, to, to speak in depth about it, but, um, yeah. They're only playing in the one spot, right? They're playing... I, I, or is there two two, two different spots? Th- th- no, there's a couple of different stadiums, um, and they're playing in a couple of different areas. They had to well, you know, Qatar. I've never been to Qatar, but you know, it's right near Iraq, so they can't play in the summer. So the first thing that pissed a lot of people off was that they had to move it to the fall because normally World Cup games happen um, in the summer. So uh, everybody was pissed off about that at first, and. Um, yeah, just all the, the, the corruption and the sliminess and stuff going on. But 
I mean, the the final is on Sunday, and then everything will everybody will leave Qatar, and nobody will think of Qatar ever again. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So the world will move on. They get their moment, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Have you been watching any of it? Yeah, I watched a little bit in the beginning. I haven't I haven't been following here late. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. But I did watch watch a couple of the first games. Nice. Yeah, Argentina is my team, so I'm kind of happy they're advancing to the finals. Um, they have. By the time I yeah, posted, they lost. They lost the first game, right? They did. They did. They lost the first game to Saudi Arabia, and I think it was kind of a wake-up call for them because they've won every single game since then. So everybody on that Saudi Arabia team got got, got gifted. What was it? A Royal Royce? I heard about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, that was that was that was definitely crazy. And but the um. The one thing that I, I said, the, um, the U.S. beat the Iranians. I was like, that's the one game we can't lose. You know what I mean? Because we can't get sent home because of the Iranians. And then the U.S. lost in the, I think the Netherlands beat them in the next round. Um, but then they got sent home. Yeah, round the 16. Yeah. Yeah, round the 16. Yeah, which is, the, the US, I, don't think, I don't think the U.S. has ever advanced beyond the round of 16. So, um, and apparently they have, a, they have a young team, though. So apparently they got a couple of good World Cups ahead of them. But, um. Yeah, yeah. I said, you know, I think the day that the world finally um, decides to bum rush America and kill us is the day we win the World Cup, because like soccer in the U.S., I mean, it's popular, but it's always going to kind of be a second tier sport, and it means like so much to everybody else in the world. So like, if we won it, we just kind of be like, eh, okay, whatever. Like we won the World Cup, that's great, and I think the rest of the world would finally like lose their shit because. Um, we find that's like the one thing that like the U.S. is is still kind of not uh, a superior in. So, um, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think I'm going to see that in my lifetime. So, you know, but uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, but but in four that years, in hockey. What's up? I said that in hockey. Yeah, well, I we'll have another 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 uh, miracle on ice. We we might though one day. That's yeah. I always want to beat the Russians and um, the Russians, the Canadians. Well, I mean, half the half the people that play in the NHL aren't even from here though. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like getting. Like, it's almost like baseball. Half the mm-hmm. half the baseball players ain't even from America no more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. So cool. Well, you know, baseball they have a world game too now. A lot of those players go back and play for their. Their home countries. Yeah, they do have the World Series. Is that is that every four years? When's the World Series of baseball? I mean, like the World of Baseball. Don't, don't they don't they have the World Series of baseball? Well, you know, World Series is us. We do that every. No, year. I I know, but baseball. what is yeah. what is the, the big? The world. The, it's called the. I think it's called like the World Baseball Classic. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I knew the World Series was here, uh-huh. but like yeah, the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, because um, because yeah, there are a couple there are a couple good teams like the uh, um. I mean, the U.S. always has a good team, but then like the D- the Dominican Republic, Japan, um, Cuba's always actually had a pretty good baseball team. So um, yeah, Fidel Castro used to pitch. That was the one thing that he loved about America. So um, cool, cool, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, all right. Well, anything else about Brittany Griner before we move on? No, I hope she's enjoying her freedom. Yep, yep. And I hope, she, uh, I hope she at least respects it anyway. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And I, 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 I do wonder what that time in prison. And I wonder, too. I also, one thing I wonder you is. Know, she got a, you know what? She got a thing, too. Like, if that guy goes and does what he's probably going to do, I wonder if she's going to think, like, that's blood on her hands, too. You know, that's a good question. That's a good question. I, I, I don't know. That's a that's a good, good question. I, I do look forward to seeing what she has to say. Because, like, I also wonder, they like, all the reports that I read was, like, she's going to this, like, really harsh Russian penal colony. And I wonder if they put her in, like, the equivalent of, like, Gen Pop in um, Russia or if they, you know, kind of segregated her and if she got special treatment. But yeah, I, w- I wish they would have interviewed her, like, on the plane ride home. Now, whatever she says is pretty much going to be irrelevant to the American people because she's going to be coached to say whatever yeah, she's going to say. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, whatever. Like, yeah. if they would have been able to get her uh, as soon as she, you know, as soon as she was on that plane, that would have been a good one to hear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would have been that would have been her true self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, we're, not, we're probably not going to get, we're going to get whatever somebody wrote for her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in a couple months she'll come. She'll hit the interview circuit. She'll go on like Oprah or something. And um, Victor Boot, oh God, Victor Boot is already giving interviews in Russia. And I was like, oh my God, I saw it and I was. Oh yeah, he said he's ready. He said he's ready to join the fight. Yeah. Oh. He. Oh, yeah. So well, well, you know what? You know what else too? He might. Who knows? Maybe he'll do something. Go to Ukraine and get 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 whacked by a Ukrainian drone or something. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Like, it's, I mean, it's possible he's out, he gets killed well, a week from now and he gets left out of jail. I just to, say that, that, what would be tied is if our CIA just did a good old hit job. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That'd make me sleep a little better. Yeah. All right, so. And you uh, feel a little bit better about the situation. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, moving on. I got to ask you real quick. So, Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. What are your thoughts now that now it's all done? Man, it was it was neck and neck all mm. the way. Mm-hmm. But he he pulled it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He because he only won by like like one and a half percent, right? Like it was very very close. Yeah, it was pretty close. Yeah. I think it was like yeah, it was like fifty one to forty nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah, very close. Um, and I didn't hear the whole thing, but I heard I heard Walker gave a very nice concession speech. And um, yeah, yeah. So, so what's the total weight of all the um, the election materials? I hadn't, I hadn't weighed it up yet. Oh, okay, all right. I, I hadn't weighed it up yet. Yeah, because I'm gonna say I got about three. I got about three Walmart bags full of it. Damn. I tell you, I was kind of, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised it wasn't more though. Damn. Which I mean. If I could, if I could weigh a text message, um, it would be way up there too. Oh yeah, yeah. Good Lord, is the text messages? Oh man, yeah. They spent a shit ton of money on this rate. It was, I know. I think they hundred million dollars, maybe between the two of them. Maybe, maybe not that much, but but it was a lot of fucking money. What's odd though? What's odd about the whole thing is it's the way Kent won so demandingly. But Herschel did, you know. Mm-hmm. Herschel didn't pull the, the Kent votes, which is surprising because you know Herschel was a Trump boy. Kent's definitely not. So that kind of shows you where George is at. Yeah, you know. So 
the whole country seems to have soured on Trump. Um, not, excuse me, let me, let me back that up. Not the whole country. Uh, many parts of the country seem to have soured on Trump. A lot of Trump candidates uh, won in certain places. You know, you had Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, I just read today Lauren Bobert. Actually, the recount, she ended up being declared the winner of her race, even though that was like, I mean, that wasn't like neck and neck. That was like neck hair to neck hair. 546 votes is what I heard. Yeah, that is crazy. That is crazy. That is basically like, like if you kept like two church groups from showing up, the other guy would have won. You know what I mean? Like that is that is just about as close to dead even as you're going to get in American politics. And, uh, you know, it's... um. I mean, I don't believe in the polls and all this and that, mm-hmm. but I guess there was a poll that came out today that said Ron DeSantis is, if it, you know, if there was a presidential election right now, he would actually beat Biden, but Trump wouldn't. Biden's still ahead of Trump. Mm-hmm. But they said Ron DeSantis is ahead of both of them. You know something? For whatever weight that brings. I ain't too, too keen in all these polls. I think that that is... Very, very possible. And let me, t- let me tell you, I think, the bind that DeSantis is in right now. So, Trump, uh, Trump's declared he's running, so he's going to go, and he's going to run. And um, Trump basically burns down all of his other competition, Republican or Democrat. So, let's say that DeSantis does decide to uh, run against Trump, uh, in the, try to challenge him in the Republican primary. And uh, I think one or two things will happen. Number one, Trump might end up winning. He might still have enough popularity in the Republican Party, and they'll carry him all the way, and he'll win. And the Sanders will lose, and that'll probably be, um, uh, if not the end of his uh, political prospects uh, as a presidential candidate, it, it pretty darn close. Or if they do run, uh, or if he does run, and he does end up beating Trump in the Republican primary, Trump's going to be uh, so bitter and angry about it that he's going to spend... Um, the rest of the time between the you know Republican National Convention and the general election in 2024, just talking shit about um, DeSantis, telling his people to stay home, and I think that that would depress turnout uh, just enough to um, uh, uh, will depress turnout on the Republican side just enough for Biden to win in a couple of key states. So I actually, if I was um, Ron DeSantis, I would he's a young guy. I would seriously think about uh, not running in 2024, pushing it off to 2028. I know that he his his he, he's on fire right now, and he might you know he's probably thinking to himself like ah, I might not get this uh get this chance again. You know what I mean? But um, it's you know it's gonna be a uh, I think it'd be a big a real uphill climb for him. You know what I mean? Do you think Biden's gonna run again? Oh, he'll run. Yeah, he's gonna run. I don't know why he hasn't announced it yet. But he's gonna run, yeah, he definitely will, you know, and um, and I, you know, inflation's starting to go down. I think that if the economy doesn't uh, go into the tank and inflation goes down, um, and especially if he runs against Trump, I think he's gonna be in a pretty good position in twenty twenty four to to take it all again. So, you know, but um, but yeah, and the thing I don't know, I I watched some of Herschel Walker, and he just he just didn't seem like. He was ready for prime time, and I think that that was, um, I think, I'm, I am surprised, I, I will agree with you, I'm surprised that uh, so many Republicans in Georgia um, uh, 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 voted for um, 
Kemp, but then didn't, you know, vote for Walker at the same time. But, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, you know, but also, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, War, Warnock, I don't, I mean, I don't think Warnock is as radical as Stacey Abrams is either. Oh, no. I don't no. think so either. That, that may have, that may have a little bit to do with it too. Yeah. I heard, uh, you know, I also heard he ran a good campaign. And also, they had, I guess he had one ad where he, like, was walking around with a dog and looked very friendly and um, was, like, uh, I didn't hear about that, but I heard it was, like, this brilliant ad. So, um, but, yeah, no, no, Raphael Warnock is not, you know, Stacey Abrams or Bernie Sanders or anything, you know what I mean? And, like, um, uh, I think he will come to, you know, you know what, you know what's, Harp, you know what I mean? You know what I think is crazy? I really do think that there are more politicians in Washington who are willing to sit down with the other side and cut a deal on a couple things and maybe, you know, make some compromises. But it's just, I think it's the media that's keeping them from doing it. You know what I mean? Because, um, you know, I think it's that... Yeah, it's the media. It's the media and the few that are extremely radical. Yes. That the media follows more than the ones who aren't. Yep. Because, I mean... This whole thing about rhinos, uh, Republicans in name only. Uh, 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 there's not a Democrat. There's not a Democratic uh, equivalent of that, even though uh, of that name. Even though I think a similar dynamic happens, in that, um, you know, if people don't always, if they don't, if they, if they give an inch to the other side, then um, you know, people in their respective partisan media freak out. But that's how you. That's how you get stuff done. Everybody gives a little bit. Everybody takes a little bit. And, you know, it's extremely rare in politics, as in life, that you get everything that you want all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, every once in a while, every once in a blue moon, you might get everything that you want. But we got to, you know, compromise and push things through a little bit. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just glad glad Nancy Pelosi's on her way out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can watch her speak anymore well see i'm not a huge i mean i'm not a nancy pelosi lover you know what i mean but um we could do another episode of her because i think she she i think i think nancy pelosi's pretty tough and pretty um has done a lot to hold them together but yeah but she's yeah she's on her way after the way after the way she she ripped up that state of the union behind trump's back in that one i lost all (laughs) respect for her i mean that just looked just like a a uh Kindergartner who somebody cut in front of him at the line at the pencil sharpener. Like, oh my God! Or, or one, so one who didn't get invited to a birthday or something. So she's ripping up an invitation. That's what that kind of reminded me. I was like, you old hag, you. That's that was the suck year. it up. You're on national TV in front of the world. So what ha- what happened? That's right. That was if I'm remembering that correctly. That was like his second State of the Union address. And the first yeah. one is where she gave the little fake clap and trolled him. But then the second one, yeah, I didn't like the second one as much. But the little fake clap, I thought was I thought was perfect because, um, yeah, Trump Trump kind of Trump was kind of a crybaby too. So, um, but my the one thing I do hope, even though Nancy Pelosi did go the distance and did a lot of impressive things, I do hope now that the new leadership is. Um, a bit more willing to sit down and uh, compromise a little bit. I, you know, you got um, uh, 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 Devin Nunes in 
uh, on the Republican side, we'll see. And then I, I think it's still, I don't think the Democrats have finalized um, theirs yet, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Cause I, like, I, I, I think that, um, I, I, again, I, mean, and I don't think it's a lot. I think there's still a lot of partisanship, and believe me, I don't think that, like, everybody wants to secretly have a kumbaya moment and come together. But I don't think that the American people, um, maybe it's just after it's been so angry and so bitter for so long, I really do think that um, American people are a little bit more willing to um, cut a little bit of slack to politicians to get stuff done, you know what I mean? Hopefully the new leadership actually puts committees together that's going to actually do something mm-hmm. productive. Mm-hmm. Other so. than uh, just running a shit show, for better for better words, I guess. Because uh, that's that's about the way it's been for quite a while. You know, unfortunately, I have to agree with you. Unfortunately, I have to agree with you. You know. Um, I mean, yeah, and I think, I, I, again, I do, I think that um, there is a bunch of legislation, though, that I think that if people just kind of, the politicians just kind of, you know, were able to kind of hold their nose at um, at the news and kind of take the uh, the hit on some of the news, they um, they could get it through, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. And, did, you see, did you see the... Uh you see the news article about the Taliban in Afghanistan with that big old pallet of money? No, what happened? Oh, man, you gotta look, I have to send it to you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Humanitarian aid. It's just a, the Taliban being the Taliban. Oh. With a big old pallet stacked full of $100 bills. Oh, man. The it's fucking like, what, Taliban. What are, we, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Well. They, get the, they got their hands on it. Well. I, I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole. One one thing uh, I can say about the Taliban is nobody knows how to rein in the Taliban. It's not just us. So um, that's why I mean, like, this, I hope this new leadership will, will quit sending money over there, but especially if it's getting into their hands. Like, you're the last people's hands we needed to get yeah. into. We've already we've already given them enough. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that article, so I'll have to read it. But um, yeah, we don't need to send nothing else into Afghanistan. So, but oh. well, here we are, Harv. Any any last things to say? Hope everybody has a uh, pleasant Christmas. If we don't get to air again before Christmas, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we should. We should get, try to get one more. Yeah, I was thinking not, maybe one more. Maybe the, the week between Christmas and New Year's, maybe we take off because uh, my daughter's going to be home and I might be taking her somewhere. So, um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get one more in, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll get another one. So, so, so with the uh, with the with, with the fact that we're going to get one more in before Christmas, anything else? That's it, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um. So the last thing I want to say is. Uh, I hope that we remember uh, Paul Whelan, who is still in custody in Russia. I would have felt a little bit better about the Brittany Griner deal if Victor Boot had, if, if the both of them had come home uh, in exchange for Victor Boot. But unfortunately, um, from some of the things that I've read, the, the Russians just absolutely did not want to deal 
him away, um, which I think is bullshit. And, uh, you know, he's just languishing um, in, uh, in prison in Russia. So uh, I think that uh, you know, this, 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 tac- this hostage tactic that Vladimir Putin does, I think, is outrageous. I think it's, it's awful. And I hope that he's home soon. And, um, yeah, and I hope that this does not set a, this release of Britain Grad does not set a worse precedent and um, has people kidnapping Americans all around the world. So, fingers crossed. But, but on that note, we're going to have one more episode before Christmas. I want to echo what Harv said. Everybody, get ready for Christmas. Get ready for a good one because we're going to have a good one. So, all right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Harp, thank you so much. Always fun. All right, guys. All right, everybody. Everybody that listens, we love you all, and we will see you next week.